Hey, everybody. Welcome to No Filter Weekend Edition. It is Monday morning. We just had a pretty incredible Super Bowl weekend. And both my partner right there, that beautiful man, Tim Peel. How you doing today, buddy? I'm good, pal. How are you? I am good. It was, uh, it was a pretty cool weekend. Obviously, Super Bowl weekend is something we all look forward to. And again, this is uh, No Filter uh, nofilter.net, and we get to talk about a little bit of football and get away from the hockey for a little bit, but we'll jump back into hockey. But what a what a weird, weird Super Bowl this one was. The first half was an absolute sleeper. I thought we were going to be just bored to death and, and go through another debacle of a championship series like we'd had with the past couple NCAA championships. But um it turned out to be a, a doozy that second yeah. half. They really put they put together and gave everybody a show, didn't they? It was exciting. Uh, the second half, the the uh, the only the second. I didn't know that. I had to look it up. Only the second Super Bowl ever to go into overtime, which is pretty incredible. I thought. Well, the first one was the first one was amazing with the with new. I think it was New England and Atlanta, wasn't it? That one yeah. overtime. Yeah. But, and you know what, we're, we're kind of used to overtime in hockey, right? But we don't get a lot of overtime in football. So that was, I thought that was phenomenal. But the most important question is, how did you do? I think you did pretty well. How did you do in your I, I actually, I did very well, actually. It was, um, and you know what, because I didn't panic. And there's somebody else on, on that's on the show that panicked like a mother the whole first half. I'm not going to win the over. I, this sucks. This is terrible. This is a brutal game. I'm, no way I'm going to get the over. And um, I was texting you saying I was crying like a little baby. But you know what's funny? So I took the over, which was at 47. And, uh, and I actually covered. I didn't win. I didn't lose. And I considered that a win, JR, because it looked pretty bleak to get the forty-seven points. Well, and, I'll tell you my—I'll tell you my bets. I, I and I started off really well because I started off with the coin toss. I hit heads, so I got yeah. the coin toss. I got the—I um, uh, got the first first score was a field goal, so that one won for me. Also, um, I got uh, Travis Kelsey over ninety-two. I lost a couple little ones. But then my bigger bets were I, I went with KC for the game. I mean, I yeah. getting a point, getting getting a point and a half. I actually moved it up to three, so I had KC plus three. Obviously, laying more juice, but um, and then I teased it. I teased it down to uh, forty and a half, which was awesome because as soon as it went into overtime, I knew I couldn't lose. Um, and I and I ended up winning. I ended up winning um, most of my bets on the day, and you know it's. I, again, it, it just turned into such a great second half. And you just can't – you can't bet against Mahomes. Like, seriously. Right. Like, this this guy is is one of the best quarterbacks of all time at his ripe age of – was he 28 or 29 right now? And he's got four Super yeah. Bowl, no, three or four Super Bowls and six appearances. And, like, the he refuses to lose. He finds ways of getting things done, which is why I went with KC in the first place, because that Mahomes just is – is one of the most clutch quarterbacks I've ever seen under pressure. Well, how about, how about the runs that he was making in the fourth quarter to get them first downs? You know, and big ones like fourth and one. That, that's a scary play right there. Yeah, nineteen-yard run there at one point in the third quarter. The guy's a stud. He's won three Super Bowls, and the three Super Bowls that he's won, he's got three MVPs. The guy is a gamer. It's incredible. And uh, you know what? I didn't pick 
I, I just took the over. I didn't pick Kansas City. I should have because you're right. But, and I love Brock. The Brock Purdy would have been a good story. Yeah, that would have been a great story. Yeah, Mystery, mystery relevant. Uh, he was drafted in Vegas. Now his Super Bowl's in Vegas. But Mahomes, man, you just you can't bet against him. In the yeah, I, you know what? Listen, you can't. This is I, I like this because this is not a, a game where you're going to lay blame on somebody for losing. This was just oh. someone just stepped up and won. Exactly. Uh, Brock Purdy had a had a very good game for for a young quarterback. Yeah. And again, the last player taken in the draft, this guy is in the Super Bowl, and I thought he performed really well under the serious pressure. He's going to be in more of these. You know Brock Purdy's going to be in a bunch of these because he's that good. Um, you know but what? Um, what, did you yeah. think, what did you think of the Kelsey running into, uh, into, into Reed? I, it pissed me off. I didn't like it, man. I think it's a It bad. was weird, right? It was weird. It's a bad look. I put out a tweet. I said, you don't see this in the NHL. And, you know, a couple people people were on me a little bit. But I'm sorry. I just – I don't like it. It, it kind of made me lose a little respect for, for Travis Kelsey. And now, do you, do, you, do you feel that that's a, a, an anti-team aspect or issue? Or do you think that this team is that close, that they understand each other, that they have that kind of relationship, that they can – they can have those those sort of altercations or squabbles or conversations or interactions on on the yeah. sidelines because yeah. because Reed didn't seem to care too much. I mean, he was like shocked at first, and they tried to grab his arm. And then you know, obviously, some of the players come over to grab Kelsey, and Kelsey is a he's a competitive guy, man. He's in it. You know, he wants the ball. He wants. I, I don't. I don't see much bad with it. Tell you the truth. Uh, then again, I don't know their. I don't know the relationship. And optics look bad, but you know it's. You know it's different when you're in the locker room and you know your relationship with a certain person. I think you know what you can do and what you can't do, right? Yeah. I, so I who? Just, so who? So who are we? Who are we to crit, critique their relationship and what they might feel acceptable and what isn't? I just. Uh, I, I didn't like it. The optics were bad. I, I just kind of feel like Kelsey. Maybe he his head with the whole Taylor Swift thing. Maybe he's just getting a little too uh, big for his britches. Uh, you know, he's on a million different commercials. It, it seems like it might be all about him right now, and it's not about the team. Yeah, you know, I'm gonna disagree with you. I, I'm gonna disagree with you. I think he was. I think he was mad because he only had one catch for one yard, and he wasn't involved in the, in the play as much. I think Mahomes was was targeting a couple other people rather than. Then Kelsey, Kelsey was well covered because everybody knew they were going to him. Um, that got him going. I think the ball came to him a little bit more. He ended up getting 98 yards in, in total receiving, um, which, again, he, listen, we, he, he, he boosts up his players. He talks about Mahomes. Yes, he is about himself. He loves the, he loves the limelight, but so did I. I can't say, I can't say things no, bad no. about him. You know, the guy, this is what we want in players. We want players to be like that. We want players to be energetic, but also bring it on the field. And you can't say that that Kelsey doesn't bring it on the field. That guy brings it up in a crazy way. The only bad thing that, the only negative thing I can say about Kelsey, to tell you the truth, is he's a, he's a vaccine supporter and a, Dem yeah. and, a Demo and a and a liberal Democrat. Besides that, that's I don't have anything else. I don't that, just you know. off, of our, off of our fan base, okay? But you know what? One no, I didn't say I didn't like him because but I just said I don't agree with it. That's all. That's that's one no bet we should one bet we should have taken 
and it didn't look like it was going to cover in the first half because because there was nothing to cheer about. We t- should have taken the over on six times that Taylor Swift was shown because she, I think in the first half she was only th- uh, uh, shown once, and then the second half, it, yeah, who yeah, knows? This book, this book. Well, they, there was a bet that you could bet how how much was it more in the first half or more in the second half. So I would <laughs> actually I would have bet more in the first half because they would have talked about it a lot more that she made it. She made it back from from Tokyo, seeing who was with her, seeing what she was wearing, you know, just you know. Uh, so, yeah. What you what you think? What you think of the halftime show? I thought it was good. Yeah, I, I'm a yeah. big Usher fan. I'm a yeah. big Usher fan. I thought it was good. Um, maybe not the best I've ever seen, but it was good. It was. It was I, really I didn't mind. I didn't mind it either. I thought it was. I thought it was really well. And I'm a big Usher fan too. So I, he played all the all the songs that I love, and I love the medley, and I love bringing in Ludacris, and yeah. and you know, um, you know, it's just I, that was fun. I, I enjoyed I enjoyed the dancing, but I do. But I do have to say, I do have to say, and this is this is no knock against anything, but we've seen three years of three years of a of a Super Bowl. And we haven't seen one white person in a Super Bowl in a Super Bowl um, halftime show. But we haven't seen really? we haven't seen one in the last three in the last three years. You know, not that that's bad. That. There's no question. Some of the best entertainers in our in our in our planet are 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 African American and are extremely talented. But you got to sprinkle you got to sprinkle sprinkle yeah. it in a little bit. You know, the last three years it's been entire the entire screen has has been African American and. They perform really well. They, they entertain us, but Man, you know, when, I, when, everybody, when everybody's calling everybody a racist, it's it's nice to see that I think that's not the truth in America. So well done, well done by everybody at the halftime show. I thought it was really good. That guy can dance, man. He can. Dance. He sure can. He can. Uh, he can sing. Oh. He can dance. Um, yeah, I, I I thought it was uh, I thought it was entertaining. It did so. All right, so that's our football. That's our football. Congratulations to the Kansas City. Chiefs again, Mahomes just a, a, a tremendous, tremendous uh, comeback again. Again next year, who knows? Yeah, uh, it's, it, yeah it's no question. It's unbelievable. Um, so uh, over the weekend, we had a couple, a couple weird uh, incidents. Um, Ottawa versus Toronto, big, obviously a big Ontario rivalry. Yeah, uh, these teams do not like each other. Uh, in Ottawa, Toronto is. Um, is battling and seems to always have a lot of trouble against Ottawa. And we had a little altercation at the end of the game, altercation of frustration. Take us a little bit through it and tell me what you, your initial thoughts are on the Morgan Riley situation. Yeah, it was, uh, I loved it. Uh, so Ridley, Ridley Greg, who I, ha- I gotta be honest, I haven't heard of. I think he's just new into the lineup and I hear he's from doing some research. He's a bit of an antagonist. And uh, and shit disturber, which which I love. So he's going down on an empty net and decides to take a big clapper, you know, a big hundred mile an hour slap shot, ten feet from the net. And I love it. Morgan Riley's like, screw you, I'm coming after you. I don't think Riley meant to cross check him in the head. I watched it several times. It's, it looks like he tried to get him in the shoulder, and Greg went to put up his arm and it hit him. And but. He so he cross checks him. He gets a match penalty, thrown out of the game. People are all up in arms. He's having a hearing tomorrow. People are like, and it's an in person hearing, so they can go over five games. My feeling is, if they gave David Perron, who's played in over a thousand games, if they gave David Perron, who's never been suspended before, uh, uh, 
and actually his penalty was a was a cross-checking penalty against the senators as well as well so maybe it's got maybe the senators get under everybody's skin uh if he got a six game suspension i think the precedent's been set that you got to give morgan riley six games so i'd like to hear your thoughts on it and but that's my feeling if, if you're going to give perron six you got to give riley six uh you know what as, as much as i didn't mind the morgan riley situation and i understand his frustration i don't agree with what he did but i understand the sentiment what he's talking about what he's what he was thinking um i think this um is riley riley greek is that his name ridley greek um so he's only played 58 games he's actually he's actually been pretty consistent okay he's a he's a um every other game point score uh in 50 games so the kid's got talent and obviously he's got some grit and some gusto but there's one thing that you don't do in sports and especially in the national hockey league and that's embarrass the other team and yeah. shove it shove it in their face and be uh, a showboat um in a losing situation especially or be a a, a sore winner in a, in a situation as ridley greek greg was you don't take a slap shot right in front of the net and embarrass the other team like that and um I would have done the same thing as Morgan Riley, although I would not have cross-checked him in the head. I don't think that's what Morgan Riley tried to do. I think he tried to probably get him in the shoulder. Again, when you usually do that, it rides up, and the next thing to be hit is the is the chin. But um, is this how much different is this one from from David Perron? David Perron was going to aid a teammate. It was in again a, the game situation. He uh, didn't mean to do it, and it's. I think you make a very valid point. If you're going to cross-check somebody purposely, you're going to go after somebody like that, even though you do have a slip of the stick, uh, the precedence has been set. And as much as I don't want Morgan Riley to get suspended because shit like what Ridley Greg, Greg did is 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 BS, to tell you the truth. It's, yeah. you know, it's immature, it's childish, it's, it's disrespectful. But... Um, it's in his prerogative to do it. And maybe he should have just gone up and just dropped the gloves and just started a fight with him instead of cross-checking him. 100%. That's what he should have done. And I don't understand why these players want to use their stick because you're absolutely right. If Riley goes over, drops his gloves, gets in three or four punches, he's not getting suspended for that. If he does, maybe he gets one game. But you start using your stick as a weapon and, and you're, you know bad things are going to happen. My question to you is, did you ever do that as a player – what what Ridley Greg Greg did? Uh, no, 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 right? No, no, no. I never, I never did everything. It's just put it in the back of the net, slide it in. Um, you know, never. It's it's not it's not smart to embarrass um, your opponent, and especially when you're playing a rival, um, because there becomes now you become a different target, not only for that game but for future games. And especially back in our day, if you did that, you know, every time we would play that team, I would have a, t- I would have a target on my back, and I'd have to deal with that. And we understood that. I think Ridley Gregg is going to understand. I don't think he'll ever do that again because I think this is. Um, not only did he get a cross check to the head, but I think he also found out what, um, what, I guess unwritten, sure code is unwritten code, and. I wonder if any of the players in his in his in his locker room say, "Hey, that was pretty cool, Ridley. Way to go, way to go!" But let's 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 not do that anymore, right? I, I saw Claude Giroux's interview after, and Giroux basically said, "I don't really 
Well, well, he didn't want to say anything. He didn't want to say anything because you know what? I, I saw that interview too. And yeah. to me, if, if Claude Giroux had a problem with that situation, um, he would have, he would have kept it quiet and, and done it internally. He wouldn't. He, so to me, he's sitting there saying, I'm not going to comment because I really didn't like what Ridley did. You know, yeah. he's a good yeah. player. He's a good kid, so on and so forth. Uh, no comment. No comment means my guy did something that he shouldn't have done. Right. Now, because now you all. know, you know for sure if it was on the other side, if oh, if, yeah. um, if somebody did that to Claude Giroux, Claude Giroux would have been right in there punching and slashing and, and beating the, the crap out of somebody too. 100%. Now, saying all that, buddy, I kind of like it because I said on Twitter, I put right out on social media, I go, I, we need more hatred in our league. We need more stuff like this. You know what I mean? Like, I, I know what you're saying. It's unwritten rule. You don't. But you know what? I kind of like that we, that it was, it kind of created a shit storm. We need more hatred. We need more animosity. We need more emotion in our league because there's so many games you go yep. to watching paint dry. So, yes, there's an unwritten rule. And I, and you're right. He probably won't do it again. But you know what? We need some, we need to get, we need to get some more emotion going in the league right now. Yeah, there's no question. I, listen, I think the league has been a little bit more frisky this year than it has yeah. been in, 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 in recent years. Um, but um, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting to see if the, if, if the, the, the National Hockey League and the disciplinary team stick to the precedents that they made with David Perron. Well, and even if they don't give him six games, it looks like he's definitely getting five because it's an in-person hearing. It's They can go, you know, so if, if they weren't think because you know they've t- talked about it, George Peros and, and Ray Whitney and all their, their guys in there, and if they didn't think it was a five-game suspension, they would have just had a phone hearing, which would be two, three, four games. So I think he's getting five. I think he may get six because I think they're kind of saying, hey, we kind of gave Perron this. We got it. So it'll be interesting to see. But let's talk about uh, Ovi, and then we'll talk about the Blues. Ovi's got five goals in his last five games. Wow. (laughs) You know, just just when we rip him, just when we rip him and tell him that he's not going to break the record, right, he just rattles off five games in a row with a goal. Maybe Um, he's listening to you, JR. Maybe he's listening to you. I don't know, but. Well, this is just this is just how good of a goal scorer he is, and it kind of makes you wonder what he what he was doing through the eighteen games that he didn't score a goal, right? And then all of a sudden he can right. rattle off five games in a row. That's that's just how Alex Ovechkin goes, and I think that's why it's so unclear. And I think that the guessing game begins uh, every single day that you watch Ovi play. Will he get to Gretzky's record? How long will he play until he can get it? Will he play until he get gets it? Because um, well, away now he's 60 away so he's 60 away and at the clip he's and at the pace that he's going right now he's going to have to play two and a half more seasons to get it correct and 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 that 38 years old maybe that's not a far shout to play till you're 41 for a guy like him but um i I think he's but they're gonna have to get a surrounding cast around yeah they have to he's got dylan strome feeding him you know, I'm sorry, but it's not, you know, Kuzi's out in the substance abuse program. Backstrom's career is done. He really doesn't have a lot of talent, guys, to feed him the puck that he used to have. So they're going to have to bring in a supporting cast. Yeah, he- they're, they're, they're definitely going to have to either um, 
try to find something to trade deadline or spend some money in the offseason to get a, a big time free agent to help Ovi. Um, I don't know who that will be. I'm not very you know up to date on the on the top free agents this summer, but um, that's that's definitely something I think Washington needs to do to stay competitive and that allow Ovi that chance to do it. So, um, yeah, pretty interesting, pretty pretty interesting stuff. Pretty gotta, interesting stuff. Gotta give a shout out. It's funny how the the coaches kind of uh, give you this rush of adrenaline, and it kind of lasts maybe for a week or two, but the Screw Bannister. And I'm a big, and you're a big Craig Berube fan. We didn't like the firing, uh, but unfortunately, good coaches get fired in the business. Uh, Drew Bannister's come in, and he's got the Blues in a playoff position. They've won seven of eight games. The eight, the the game they lost was to Columbus at home, but wow. they, they've rattled off seven wins out of their last eight. They're, they win a lot of one goal hockey games. Jordan Bennington's got an over a 900 save percentage. Joel Hofer, their backup, is a tremendous backup goalie as well. Krug last night had now they're five playing, assists. They're playing Montreal, but exactly at five assists. This this Jake Neighbors, buddy, he's got 18 goals. That's he's wow. your he's your kind of hockey player. He his nose is crooked. He's always got blood on his face. He goes hard to the net. He plays it tough. He kind of bit off more than he can chew against uh, uh, one of the Montreal players yesterday, kind of gave him a little whooping at the end of the game. But Is he a rookie? He is second year. Second, second year. year. Okay, good and, for him. And, uh, you know, he's looking like he's a 25-goal man. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm happy Rob, Rob, Rob Thomas seems to be having, having himself a little bit better every year. God, we're seeing things that Rob Thomas can do. Um, what a great kid very very good hockey player he's got what 18 tucks this year he's 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 putting up the numbers that i think he he's expected so uh good on good on him yeah and they're doing all this with those really probably their best defenseman if not their second best defenseman and justin falk falk's been out hurt for, for two or three weeks now i don't know when he's coming back so is this a team that doug armstrong you know, coming closer to the trade deadline because Doug Armstrong, as you and I both know, is one of the most respected GMs in the league. Yeah. See, you know what? We're going to add to the team. We're not going to be a seller like we've been the last couple of years. Yeah. It'll be. But I, on, on the flip side, Colorado can't can't get out of their own way right now. They lost four in a row. McKinnon wow. is 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 quiet. You know, he was uh, he was tied with Kucherov for the scoring lead. Now he's four points behind. Kucherov has taken. I think he's up to eighty nine ninety. But this. This is a weird. This is a weird team. I mean, I don't see a team like Colorado with their guns losing four games in a row. That's shocking to me. That's uh, that should yeah. not happen. And it, I mean, yeah, the parity is great in the National Hockey League, but that team is too. That team is too powerful to lose four games in a row. What's 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 happening in uh, in Colorado? I think one of the biggest things, like I, you and I are both Nate McKinnon, big Nate Nathan McKinnon fans, but. When I ref Nathan McKinnon, Nathan is very emotional. We see him get into arguments with his coach on the bench with Jared Bednar. He sometimes blames other players for not getting them the puck. I've seen it, him yelling at players. But there was one guy that could always bring him down and calm him down, and that was Gabriel Landeskog. And without having Landeskog in that lineup, that is a big miss for that team. And they don't really have that leadership that I think a Boston has or some Vegas and some other teams that are elite teams. 
I think that's a part that this team is missing is that leadership because if things aren't going good, Nate can get off the rails and it's tough to get him back on. I don't, I don't disagree with you. Um, but again, this team is, this, this team is just way too strong. I, I don't understand. Um, I mean, they have 53 games they are 32 and 17, four straight losses. Um, and they have that they're gonna they're gonna be in a, in a dog fight against Dallas, run it going all the way down to the end here. Um, you know, thirty games left, uh, twenty nine games left. Dallas looks really strong. Um, doesn't you know? Winnipeg is Winnipeg is always a team that can that can bounce back. At this, those teams are going to be the battling through the top three. Where it comes to be really interesting is that wild card spot in the in the uh, in the Western Conference. That's yeah. it's. It's going to be interesting to see who can grab that uh, those wild card spots. Um, hey, you, you were talking about unwritten rules and stuff like that, and you know you played a lot of hockey games over thirteen hundred games. I think you played in the National Hockey League, and we're talking about <coughs> Ridley Gregg. Did you see Jake Wallman's overtime, or yes, overtime penalty shot yesterday or, or Saturday? I, I did not. Oh, well, Jake Wallman, the defenseman for Detroit, scores on a penalty. Oh yes, I did. I did see it. I did see it. Yep. No, what a time. great, what a great celebration. So he does the. I guess it's called the gritty. He he did the dance and so on. Yeah. If 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 you're the other team, do you just want to? I think it was Vancouver actually. Do you just want to rip his head off? No, not in that situation. That's a that's a that's a. I mean, it's it's a goal celebration. You know, it's a penalty shot situation. It's overtime. You win. There's no 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 problem dancing. He didn't do anything of this of the nature that Ridley Gregg did. I think um, it's hilarious. That's his thing. It's, it's fantastic. It's fantastic. I thought it was. And by the way, he looks so cool doing it, and it was perfect. And it just you know the guy's got rhythm. He's got some. He's got some pizzazz, and everybody loved it. I thought it was. That's what people want to see. They want to see that kind that kind of emotion, right? That's fun emotion. Not I see. To, not, not to screw you, shove this in your face, you know, you know, boo-hoo situation that Ridley did. But um, you dance before. I think he's actually a better dancer on the ice. We need more dancing in the National Hockey League, Tim. We need more dancing. Edmonton Oilers have lost two games in a row after going 16 straight. You see, Connor McDavid is getting was getting frustrated now in a two-game losing streak. Colorado on a losing streak, and you have St. Louis Blues are riding high. Ovechkin starting to score. It's going to be a great last thirty games in the league, buddy. And I'm going to look enjoy every every game and breaking them down with you every Wednesday on NoFilter.net. It is Snipes and Stripes with my good friend Tim Peel. This is the weekend edition. We love Mondays, we or love maybe it. we don't. We or maybe we don't because it's time to get back to work. But it's time to get back to work for you. Time to get back to work for me. Everybody have a great week. We will see you on Wednesday, seven p.m. Eastern time. 4 p.m. Pacific right here on nofilter.net. It is Snipes and Stripes, and my partner's amazing. See you, Tim. See you, buddy. That was good.